Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, fam. I can't believe I'm saying this, but my little Liam is too. Literally, where the fuck is time gone? I feel like I honestly have not come to terms with this. And I don't even know if I came to terms with the fact that I have a kid, let alone that he's one. But, and of course, now that he's two, I just feel like everything right now has been so busy with work and especially health stuff. And the fact that I'm pregnant, like, it all is just a lot. And it's definitely kept me busy, but I also think it's kept me from kind of like disassociating from reality. And I feel like I haven't had time to process everything. Like suddenly I live in the suburbs. I'm having another child. My kid is two. I don't know where time has gone, but I'm going to sit with you all for a bit and reflect on the past two years. I have a surprise guest, the man of the hour himself, Prince Liam, is joining us for a bit. It was very cute. I already recorded it. He had some cute things to say. We did have a meltdown in the middle. So of course I cut that out. And it'll be his first and potentially only guest appearance on the show. But I want to reflect on the past two years. And then I'm recording this before his birthday party. This is kind of be like kind of a segmented episode because I also want to reflect on the birthday party because A, I just feel like I'll have a lot to say and B, I think it ties into this whole theme of my son is two. And C, if you remember last year, and I'll link it in the show notes, I did an episode of like, I think it was an episode, I'm pretty sure it was. I forget the title, but it was basically me like fighting against the manic mom mentality of feeling like everything has to be huge production and there's a lot of stress and anxiety in the household when things are being planned. I just know personally growing up with some of that, it made me overwhelmed and I really don't want to be hosting things if I am going to have that energy. So I'm going into this party feeling very calm and chill and really just excited to celebrate the birthday of my favorite human ever and have so many people there. And I'm hoping that I am able to maintain that energy throughout the party. So let's reflect on the past two years. Let's hear from Liam. And then I'll come back after the party and give you the rundown of how it went. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a real podcast. 
Test, test. Oh, test, test. Yeah. Yeah, the mic works. Do you want to say hi? Hi. What are doing? We're doing a real podcast. I can put that on. No, this is on. This is how it works. So this connects to my computer, and we talk in the microphone. When we do your podcast downstairs, what do we say? Can you tell everyone? Hi, everyone. Hi, hey, everyone. Welcome to my show. Thanks for listening. <laughs> What's your name? Mommy. Your name is Mommy? Yeah. No. What's your name? Liam. Liam. What's your full name? Yeah. What's your full name? Yeah. Liam what? Oaks Rogers. Liam Oaks Rogers. Uh, How old are you turning, Liam? Two old. Two years old. And who's your best bud? Baby. Who? Mommy. Mommy. Woohoo! We're podcasting. Who else is your best bud? Baby. And daddy? And daddy. And daddy. Can you tell everyone who's in the core four? Yeah. Who's in the core four? Daddy, we know. Daddy. Mommy. Yeah, daddy, Liam, Charlie, and mommy. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Mommy show. Mommy show? Yeah. yeah, we're on mommy show. Isn't that cool? Yeah. What does mommy do for work? Yeah. What do I do for work? Yeah. Take mommy show. It is mommy show. Hi, mommy show. Oh, hi, mommy show. What's that? That's the microphone that you're touching. You sing your hit single for everyone? Okay, sing it. Rockin' Railroad. Rockin' Railroad. What about, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. That's a chair. That is a chair. It's Mommy's chair. It's Mommy's chair. We're in Mommy's office. It's Mommy's office. Recording on Mommy's show. Mommy's show. Do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah. What else? Oh! <laughs> yeah. Did you just toot? Yeah. You tooted on air. Did you toot or did you poop? What do you say when you poop? I poop my pants. But? But what? I pooped my pants, so don't call me poopy pants. Who taught you that? Daddy. Yeah. Poopy pants. Puppy pants. Are you so excited for your birthday? Yeah. Are you excited for your party? Yeah. Who's coming to your birthday party? BBGG. BBGG. They are going to come to your birthday party. Who else? Casey. Yeah, Casey's going to come too. Okay. You want to go take your nap? I'm talking to your microphone. You're talking to your microphone? Yeah. Okay. What do you want to say? Oh, you want to say I love you? <laughs> you love who? Daddy. Charlie? Daddy. Oh, Daddy? I know. I love Daddy, too. Should we sing the ABCs for everyone? Yeah. Okay, ready? Kick it off. B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, S, I, G, Oh, you want me to sing? Yeah. W X Y S Z. Now I know my 
ABCs. Next time, won't you sing with me? That was so beautiful. You sang all the way through. Do you want to sing Five Little Monkeys? Yeah. Okay, ready? Go. Go five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell off. Okay, you can sit down. One fell off and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor. The doctor said, no, I said. Oh, you want me to sing? No more monkeys jumping on the bed. What if we sing, should we sing Where You Lead for Everyone? What's that? Our nighttime song? Do, 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 do. Oh, that's a chord. Yeah, you don't have to touch it. All right, ready? Wanting you the... Okay, you don't want to? Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's go take our nap. <laughs> we did. Podcast. I know you want to podcast. We can podcast when you wake up, okay? It's Meltdown City over here. Okay, do you want to say I love you so much or no? Do you want to leave them with an I love you? Yeah. Okay, then how about we say it? I love you. That was so nice of you. Today's episode is sponsored by a company that I mention all the freaking time and one that I love so freaking much, a brand that I've been taking daily for over four years now, none other than Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every single morning. I gave AG1 a try because I wanted increased energy and immune system support, and now it is such a staple in my routine. I take AG1 first thing in the morning after my meditation and before my coffee during my solo time prior to waking up my son. It makes me feel like I'm ready to take on my day. If you know me, you know that my mornings are so important to me, and AG1 plays a huge role in that. For me, I wake up, I meditate in bed, and then I go downstairs to my kitchen to make my AG1. And lately, I've been sitting outside to journal because it's gorgeous out while I drink it. Then I make my son's bottle and my coffee, and I have some time to myself just to like get ready for the day. That is honestly crucial for my mental health. AG1 is such a critical part of that routine. And I'm not alone in this. AG1 has been a part of millions of mornings, just like mine and my husband's since 2010. Plus, I love that AG1 is delivered monthly, so it's one less thing to think about. The monthly deliveries make sure I am always stocked, which is a huge plus. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash FFF. That's athleticgreens.com slash FFF to check it out. Hi, I'm Sif Hyder, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. Remember to subscribe. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then. Okay, we're back to just being me. I mean, I know I talk about him a lot, obviously, and I share glimpses of him through social media, more so like me videoing myself and he's in it. But I hope that gave you 
a small glimpse into he's literally the best human. And I say all of this, I'm not trying to brag about my child. I'm not trying to compare. I'm not trying to do any of that or like make anyone feel less adequate or anything. I don't want any of those emotions. I just want to share how fucking obsessed with and in love I am with my child because I don't know if every parent, like I don't know, but I just never want to leave him. And I actually want to do an episode, like I I want to be by his side 24-7. I want to do an episode on this about, I guess the concept would be mom guilt because I talked about this with my friend recently and I was like, I don't feel guilty when I'm going to do things. Like I know I have to do things, that's fine. Like I'm a better mom when I do things on my own, but I literally get jealous that people get to spend time with him. I am sad that I'm not with him. And he's my best friend. And it makes me so incredibly grateful and feel so incredibly blessed that this child was like created in my body with my other best friend, Joe, I mean. And the fact that like I brought him into this earth, it just blows my mind. So my little love letter to Liam, I guess the first thing I'll say is he is truly the most like caring, emotionally intelligent just loving little boy in the world. We call him Liam the lover. He is just a freaking lover. And I know that I obviously struggled in the beginning of my postpartum experience and none of it ever honestly had anything to do with him. It was more an identity crisis of my own. But I almost feel, this is something I also said to my friend, this deep, deep connection to him because some part of me feels like we trauma bonded because in those dark, dark days where I was questioning everything and wondering how I was going to move through all of this and get to the other side, I felt like every time I would find myself just in my thoughts or like very emotional or whatever, I'd be sitting there and I'd be holding him. And I'm like, you are literally what's going to get me through this. Like you are my why and I will do anything for you. And I will figure this out for you. And because of that, I feel this like deep connection that I don't know, maybe trauma bonding is like a very extreme use of the word, but I can't explain it other than I feel this deep, deep, deep connection with him and gratitude for him in that he completely, utterly, like I feel like I'm going to hysterically cry right now, completely, utterly like broke me open and formed me into a new person. And parts of it were so incredibly hard and other parts of it were so fun and easy and amazing. And I just am utterly blown away that like, I have this little human as my child and truly being his mom has been the greatest gift in my entire life. I I really, I know, Jesus, I really need to get my shit together. Clearly I haven't processed that I'm having a two-year-old or any of these emotions as I sit here in my office hysterically crying alone. But I just feel like I say this a lot that being a mom is like the thing I'm most confident in. I question myself a lot in other aspects of my life 
especially when it comes to work and I get in my own head and all this stuff. And there is just none of that when it comes to parenting, especially with him. Like, I just think it's the thing I'm best at. It's the thing I'm most confident in. And it's the thing I love the most. And I'm forever grateful that he gave me that gift because he is what made me a mom. I can't fully decide how I feel about the fact that he's two. Sometimes I get really emotional that he's not like my little baby anymore, but it's not like I even loved the newborn phase. This phase is so much fun. It is so much fucking fun for us. And I said to Joe, I can't believe he's two. Like that kind of makes me sad. I I could get emotional over it. And he's like, yeah, but every time we think about, oh, he's growing up. Like the next phase is even better. It's even more fun. All these other things are opened and untapped and we explore these new opportunities. And he's right. Like he just keeps getting more and more fun. Obviously parts of it are a little more exhausting when you have a child who asks about 100,000 questions a day. There is no silence and no time for your brain to just shut off. There's a lot of what's that, who's that, what are you doing, what are you saying, what are you talking about, what's going on, what's over there all day long. So he definitely keeps me on my toes and it's why my brain is fried by the end of the day. But the older he gets, the more and more fun I've been having with him. I will say I cried hysterically in bed the other night because I realized like it has not hit either of us, Joe or I, that we are having another child. Like, yes, obviously I'm well aware I'm pregnant, but I haven't come to terms with the fact that a baby will be on the other side of this all. And I don't think I honestly will until we're leaving the hospital with said baby in my arms. But I said to Joe, I get so emotional thinking about the fact that at some point in the future, when I go into labor, I'm going to have to say goodbye to Liam to go to the hospital. And that will be the last time I say goodbye to him, like as him being our only child. And that utterly destroys me. And that's a whole other episode that we'll get into probably as I prep for that experience because it'll happen. But I am a little nervous about like sharing my love. And I said to my mom this morning, because I think I felt a kick last night. I'm not sure if it was gas or a kick. And I forgot to tell Joe for like two hours. And I said like, that is the prime example of second pregnancy versus first. Like I remember the second it happened, Joe happened to be with me, but I was like, oh my God, I felt a kick. We were texting everyone. Like everyone was so invested in my pregnancy and our families because it was the first for both sides. And now we were going to bed and I was like, oh God, Joe, I forgot to tell you. (laughs) I think I felt a kick earlier. And I said to my mom, like, was I just a forgotten child as a second? Like, is that just what happens? And she keeps telling me, no, your heart expands. Your heart somehow has love equally for all of your children. I don't know how it's possible. I'm sure it will be, but I don't know how and it scares me. But I just feel like we've been given the greatest gift on earth by having this child in our lives. And... I say this all the time. Liam has been on this universe more than once. Like this is not his first time on the universe. Everyone who knows him agrees with that statement. He came out right away, alert as fuck, aware of what was going on in the universe. Like I felt like I was having a conversation with him since the second he was born. And I kept saying like, he knows what I'm saying. He's in on the joke. That was my big thing. He's in on the joke. Because I was like, 
this is not a baby. He gets it. He gets what I'm saying. And I can't explain it. If you know him, you understand this. But especially as he's gotten older, it's so clear, like, A, his verbal ability and vocabulary is off the charts, mind-blowing. But B, he really is just, like, aware of everything and emotionally intelligent. And just he has this aura that's like, you've been here before. Like, you are 60 years old. I posted that photo of him, like, in his little picnic chair with his water table and his umbrella. And I'm like, I have a seven-year-old son in a retirement home in Florida. And him like leaving the house and being like, wait, I want to smell the flowers. I'm like, okay. He had to smell every flower and little things. We were at our friends for dinner and he, we sit down. He goes, thank you so much for cooking. Like, who the fuck are you, dude? Who are you? I mean, we think he's my papa reincarnated, but that's a whole other conversation. But the past two years have felt like one week and a hundred years combined. I feel like I just became a mom and I just gave birth to him. And we just were talking about me being pregnant and coming home from the hospital and all that. That feels like yesterday. And simultaneously, I cannot remember, truly cannot remember what my life was like without him. And he's just given me so much purpose. And Joe and I talk about this a lot, just such clarity on what we want in life and what matters and perspective on everything. It puts everything in perspective, absolutely everything. And gratitude for our health and well-being and all of those things. And I really cannot imagine my life without him. I always knew I wanted to be a mom. I never knew in a million years it would feel this way and that I would have the love that I do for this child and that he would make me so happy. But here we are. So yeah, it's been two years. Fucking insane. There have been many, many highs along with many lows. Parenting is the hardest job on the earth, but it is hands down the most rewarding thing I have ever done in my life and probably ever will do. And I wish sometimes that You know what it is? It's that the days feel so long, but the weeks feel so fast. Like certain days I feel I've been awake for 50 hours, but then a week flies by or a month or now a year. And I'm like, time is a thief. Where has time gone? And I'm sure I'll just continue to feel like that as they get older and as more children enter this world. So I love you. You're my best friend ever. Your dad and I are wildly obsessed with you. I'm talking to him as if he's going to listen to this, maybe one day. And you're the greatest kid to walk this planet. So I hope we have an amazing birthday party and BRB fam, because now it's weekend time and I'll come back on Monday. As I continue to share my lazy effing dinners on social media, I cannot forget to mention a frequent star of these meals, Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. The ingredients and recipes are delivered to your door and they are so incredibly easy to follow. But most importantly, the meals are freaking delicious. Bring more flavor to your table this May with Green Chef's wholesome elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients like rainbow carrots, box 
bok choy and olives. Just the other week, we made this sesame shrimp stir fry that was so freaking good. The ingredients were all pre-measured and simply showed up at my door with instructions on how to make the dish. Talk about a very lazy effing dinner. Plus, it had me trying out a dish I never would have cooked on my own with ingredients that I'm not normally using. But honestly, the best and easiest part for me was that the sauces, dressings, and spices were already pre-measured. I love that their recipes also feature organic produce, premium proteins, and sustainably sourced ingredients. You can now choose from 50 plus weekly menu and market items with the option to mix and match meals from different dietary preferences in the same box without changing your plan. Go to greenchef.com slash Cameron 60 and use code Cameron 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. Once again, go to greenchef.com slash Cameron 60 and use code Cameron 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. We love you, Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. It is officially spring, which means not only are we finally going to be spending more time outdoors, thank God, but it is also time for one of my favorite things, spring cleaning. Those who know me know that there is nothing more I love than a good cleaning purge. Whether it be my closet, my junk drawer, Liam's dresser, or our kitchen, I love setting time aside to go through and get rid of what no longer serves a purpose or brings us joy. I got ahead of the spring cleaning with our move and one of the areas that resulted in the most boxes to donate was our kitchen, specifically all of our pots and pans. We had been using the same set for way too long and I was so excited to revamp our kitchen with a new set by Caraway. Caraway's thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage makes getting and staying organized easier than ever. Not only are their high-quality ceramic-coated kitchenware free of PTFE, lead, and other toxic materials, but they come in the most beautiful colorway options. Given that our kitchen has the beautiful blue cabinets, I obviously leaned into that hue and went with the navy, and I love it so much. My favorite thing about Caraway, though, the naturally slick surface, which makes it so much easier for me to clean after cooking. Given that fried eggs and avocado toast are a pregnancy staple for my 9 a.m. second breakfast, I am a super fan for the ability to make slide off the pan eggs. Visit carawayhome.com slash Cameron to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash Cameron or use code Cameron at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Okay, party people, we're back. And now let's recap the best fucking day ever. I can't explain it. It was literally, it was coronation day. The windows are open, so is that door. If you don't know Frozen, then you're probably like, what the fuck is she talking about? But I woke up in the morning of his birthday and I literally kept running around the house being like, it's coronation day and singing the song. And also it just felt like Christmas morning. And I don't know if I've just finally found energy again and I feel happy for the first time since I got pregnant and like a little bit more like myself. And so I'm riding that wave very high or if it's because I just simply love birthdays and there's nothing more I love than making my son happy. And so it was the combination of two of my favorite things. But I was just so excited. And I honestly could not have imagined the day going better. So here was the rundown. Basically, Joe and I, the night prior, like the only decorations we had were was this like two gold balloon and like a dinosaur balloon that I bought at Target. So we blew those up. And that was all we did the night before, honestly. And then Saturday morning or Sunday morning, we woke him up, 
which was his actual birthday and the day of his party. And he was very aware that we were having a birthday party on Sunday. Like he saw my dad on Saturday. And when we were leaving, he was like, see Paca at my birthday party. And I was like, yeah, you're going to. So we woke him up with the balloons. He was so happy. We sang him a song, all of that. And then we brought him downstairs. We had a pancake breakfast. And we started with like the setup. So I want to quickly state, and I honestly can't even remember if I said this in the beginning of this interview or not interview episode or not, but I have made a conscious decision over the past like five years. And Joe is like very on board with this decision. So collectively we have decided that if we're going to be a family or a household that hosts things and throws parties and whatnot, we are only going to do it if it brings us joy. We are not going to create these stress-related, anxiety-inducing, like over-the-top things just to say that we hosted if it's not going to bring anyone in the household joy. And I say this because I grew up in a house where like we hosted so many epic parties, incredible, beautiful, gorgeous. But there was a lot of like tension and stress leading up to the parties and that's fine. I'm not in charge of how that household is run. But with our house, I, we both agreed, like we do not want that energy going into something that we're celebrating. And that means that the parties are going to be way more laid back than maybe other people's. And I am totally okay with that because the goal is not to throw the most extravagant and gorgeous and like incredibly decorated party. The goal is to cultivate energy in the household that we want, which is happiness and joy and laid back and fun. And that's the main goal. So what we decided we were going to do is keep this as like low key as possible and make it so much fun. And the way we did this was we rented this like situation play pen thing from baby quip. I'll link the like person we rented it from in the show notes. And they basically came at eight in the morning. They set up this like playpen in our yard with like a rubber mat flooring and then a ball pit, like a slide, a music thing, a few of those things. And then this Thomas the Train like slide thing. And then we just put out his soccer net, his basketball hoop, his water table and his picnic table. And we were like, the kids will have fun doing this. And then my mom brought picnic tables because we don't have our outdoor furniture yet. And we just put a bowl of pretzels, a bowl of chips, a thing of goldfish and those like applesauce squeeze packets, whatever for kids. And then we had pizza and salads delivered. I was like, I don't want to worry about food and setting all of this like platters up and all of that stuff. I want this simple. And also we looked into catering from like our favorite deli, but it was so expensive that we decided not to. And the pizza was delicious. And let me tell you, a kid's party, nothing hits better than pizza because the kids are absolutely ecstatic and all parents like pizza. So everyone was happy and we were very proud of the math we did because we only had two slices left after everyone left. And that is a big win because I didn't want to be left over with all these pies, but I also didn't want people to be hungry and not have enough pizza left. But the absolute star of the fucking show, which is quite honestly where we put most of the money for this party, was the ice cream truck we had. It's called a scream truck. It's amazing. I don't know where they are outside of Jersey, but we rented it. So it pulled into our driveway. It was a club. It was a literal party. They were blasting music. Everyone moved to the front. They had asked me 
what his like favorite order was. And so I said a swirl soft serve with rainbow sprinkles in a wafer cone. And so that was like the Liam special on the menu. And they had like one of these signs that said, happy birthday, Liam. But they gave it to him with like one of those like sparkler things. I was like, this is literally bottle service for a kid's party. Like this is now what I consider bottle service. And the kids were fucking losing their mind over this. And the parents were so happy. I don't know if they were happy with me for feeding their kids ice cream at 1130 in the morning, but the ice cream was so good that we were all getting it also. And I've never seen this boy so goddamn happy in his life. The way he pounded this ice cream cone, like he is like me, there's nothing he loves more. Just took it to the face, face covered in chocolate. Outfit destroyed with ice cream, legs, arms, everything covered in melted ice cream and sprinkles. And he was thriving and nothing made me happier than watching this moment because it's the two things I love the most combined in one. The pictures literally mount my heart. My new background on my phone is him cheesing so hard with a face covered in chocolate. And it was just the best day. I was so happy to be surrounded by so many people who I love and who have supported me and him and our family for the past two years and just filled him with so much joy and excitement to see him and to see so many people. I think we had like 70 people in our yard was like, oh, this is why we fucking moved. Like I'm so happy with our move, but it was just a reminder of how happy I am with our current living situation. And then everyone ends up leaving. I'm shocked that we were able to put Liam down for his nap. The baby quip rental, they come, they clean it all up and they leave. So that was all packed up. Our parents did a stellar, incredible job helping us clean. I love you guys. And then when he woke up from his nap, Joe and I gave him the gift that we had gotten him, which was this electric car, which is everything I ever wanted as a kid. And I am living vicariously through him. He is literally ecstatic when he's on that thing, cheesing so hard, like thinks he's driving, even though Joe is remote controlling the entire thing. So pumped. And it was so much fun, the three of us to experience that in our yard. Then we took him out to a fun dinner. It was just the best day. And Joe and I got in bed and we were like, I'm just so happy. He makes us so happy. There's no other way to explain it. And watching him just love life so much and love his people and be so excited and be so charismatic and all of that makes us filled with love and joy. But also I'm really proud of us because we did exactly what we wanted to do. We had fun planning. We had fun setting up. We had fun with him. Like there was no anxiety. There was no bickering. There was not one argument. There was no like, shit, we have to get all this ready. None of that. Like the energy was so chill and calm and happy leading up to this party and throughout and after. And that was one of the main goals. So I'm very proud of us for that execution. The other thing, I wanted to keep this as laid back as in my opinion possible. I know some people might be like, you got a fucking ice cream truck. How is that laid back? Well, in my mind, that is just like a dream come true. I'm not saying that's laid back, but in general, I feel that the social media coverage of birthday parties has gotten out of fucking control. And I will blame influencers. And I am an influencer. 
Some of the things that I have seen on the internet are goddamn weddings. They are not birthday parties for one, two, three, four-year-olds, okay? They are absolute weddings. There are balloon installations. There are huge, like, light-up signs. There are literal walls to, like, take photographs in front of. Like, it's not, it's a wedding. And it begs the question, who is this for? Because is it for the kid? who really doesn't understand what any of that is and just wants like play with a toy and doesn't even fully comprehend that it's their birthday? Or is it for like the content? And some people who throw parties like this might tell me it's for the kid. And okay, fine. We we can have that discussion. I'm not like trying to shame anyone for this. I just feel like it's gotten really out of control and it's all for content. And I do think it leads to this comparison trap where people then feel like they have to throw these extravagant, elaborate parties for children. And maybe in today's world, I got married before like social media was what it is today. I mean, no, I had Instagram and stuff, but like we didn't have TikTok. And I always say like, I'm happy we didn't have TikTok when I got married and I'm happy that it wasn't like a thing that I was worrying about. But I just feel like it's been so over the top from what I've seen on certain accounts. I don't know, just my FYP, whatever. Like even if you search, I was searching for a birthday song on TikTok and the videos. I was like, what is happening here? So I wanted this to be a very standard, in my opinion, birthday party where the focus was kids having fun. Like all I cared about was that the kids had fun. Sure. We had pizza for adults and there were high noons and rosé served because I wanted them to have fun too. And the ice cream was for everyone. But I wanted the kids to play and enjoy the outdoor and like have fun with each other. And I've gotten a few messages being like, I'm not not trying to be rude, but being like, thank you for throwing a like non-glamorized birthday party or like a birthday party that looks like the actual goals for kids to have fun. Like who would have thought in today's world? And I, if I can do one thing is that if you are a parent listening to this and you have children moving forward with birthday parties, who the fuck cares what it looks like on social media? Literally, who the fuck cares? Is your kid having fun? That is all that matters. All that matters. And it also takes out so much of the stress. Like, yeah, sure, if I was doing balloon installations and these huge signs and like getting the whole thing decorated and catered, of course it would be stressful because that's a lot to manage. So they tie into each other of like, I don't want this to be anxiety inducing. I want it to be fun and I want it to be low lift. So how do you make that work? That's my piece of advice. It was the best day ever. I'm so happy with how it all turned out. I just feel still like I'm riding on this high of this kid having the time of his life and just being my fucking favorite thing in the world. So that's my reflection on the second birthday, the party, and everything in between. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of Freckled Foodie and Friends. I have so much fun recording the show. It is my favorite part of my job and truly is what lights me up. Your feedback and response to every episode is what keeps me going. And if this episode resonated with you, please feel free to DM me over on Instagram or share on your stories. If you are looking for a way to support the show, please rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. It means the world to me and it really helps the show grow. Please also make sure to hit subscribe so that you are up to date with new episodes coming at you every Wednesday morning. And of course, please be sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at at Cameron Oaks Rogers. I love you and I appreciate your support so much.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.